HD Smartcast. You are listening to an HD Smartcast original. Today, uh, in this context, the whole shift is towards brand conversations. It's not a one-way street anymore. It's I want to listen to you. I want to know what are your concerns. I want to know what are your pain points. I want to understand what you're looking for, and I want to uh, with with you create it, or with you help develop those solutions and ideas, rather than doing it sitting, uh, you know, in ivory tower and doing it from a one-way point of view. And as I said, this is actually being triggered and ignited by social media the whole idea of user generated content so what is really happening from a contextual or a cultural point of view is co creation is a way in which the brand is transferring the brand ownership to its consumers uh, where the company will own the brand only commercially and legally but it is the consumer who will own the brand emotionally Hello and welcome to the Great Indian Brand Wagon. Times are changing. While marketers focus heavily on offering satisfying and exciting experiences throughout the consumer's buying process, somehow this doesn't seem enough anymore. Throwing out a few surprises at checkout or crafting impactful messages is probably the marketing of the past. In this highly interconnected world, people are looking for deeper engagement and one of the ways that companies are leveraging this engagement is through collaborating with them on product and process innovations. When consumers realize that their brand is listening, is committed and is embracing and delivering the way they want they are likely to be far more involved in that organization this involvement that people look for is what we are here to discuss in today's podcast a term coined by ck prahlad and ramaswami has now gained a significant amount of traction with indian companies it's basically the partnering of companies with consumers partners or employees to ideate problem solve improve performance or create new products And to throw more light on this evolving topic, I have the privilege to welcome Professor Anand Narsimha, Professor of Brand Marketing at Jagdish Shet School of Management. Anand is a corporate-turned academician with over 30 years of experience across brand marketing, advertising, shopper marketing, and academics. For anyone who's excited to know more about how marketing paradigms are changing, this is the show you won't want to miss out on. Thanks Anand for sparing the time to come on board the Great Indian Brand Wagon. Let's start this conversation with your perspective on consumer co-creation. What exactly is this all about? Thanks Ritu so uh, as you had said in your introduction today the name of the game for brands is engagement. Uh, we are living in an over-communicated society so as you know there's a surplus of brands and information and communication. and on the other side there is a deficit of the consumer's time and attention now there lies the challenge how can brands continue to engage with consumers because as you said the traditional one way communication or conversation does not cut through like it used to do before that's where the word or idea of co creation comes in which essentially means getting the consumer to actively participate in the brand 
primarily for two main things one is for the products and services and the second is for content communication advertising etc now this co-creation is becoming a tool for greater engagement and involvement with brands uh, one of the things that has changed substantially in marketing is earlier especially before the internet came in uh, we used to live in in a command and control paradigm where uh, brands and marketers could control and command the consumer to almost follow their agenda but this has now shifted to a collaborate and co-create paradigm uh, because the with the internet a lot of content and power has started shifting into the hands of the consumer globally and uh, recently in india brands have started using co-creation as a tool to build more meaningful connections and relationships with their consumers uh, to actually co-create and collaborate with the their consumers rather than continue to command and control them uh so this is really in a nutshell what this whole co-creation piece is about so this is very interesting anand uh, you know and i know that internationally this concept of consumer co-creation uh has been around for a number of years and has also been adopted by a lot of companies but i'm very interested to know how is it uh, being adopted in india specifically you know are there any exciting examples uh from india that you see around Yes, as you said, co-creation per se is not something that is very recent. Uh, you yourself has said that C K Pralad and his work had talked about it. He talked uh, Pralad and his uh, team talk more about co-creation of experiences. Uh, but however, the practice of co-creation uh, is something that is uh, pretty recent. Now, coming to your question specifically about India, one thing I'd like to point out at the outset is. that unlike in the more advanced and matured and developed world like north america and europe in india co-creation has been started uh, uh, being used by brands uh, fairly recently and more so once social media and internet uh, came about uh, now i had talked about two types of co-creation co-creation of products and services and co-creation of content and uh, communication in india most of the co-creation that we see barring a few is more for content and communication and less for products and services as of yet uh, the other point is that in the west a lot of brands and we'll talk about it later have embedded co-creation as a key ingredient of their strategy Uh, in india it tends to be as of now a little more ad hoc and tactical rather than strategic and long term so coming to a few interesting examples that i came across there are quite a few but i will talk about three uh, the first one is madbury invent your own cadbury campaign which cadbury's uh, dairy milk did recently where they asked consumers online to come and create their own customized cadbury's chocolates from a menu of ingredients and uh, name the chocolate uh, whatever they wanted to name it and post their creations and the most liked uh, ideas and creations uh, based on how others reacted to it were actually made into limited edition chocolates 
uh, with the name that the creators gave it and also a credit to the people who the person who created it so they marketed these as a limited edition so that was one example the second one very recently something that itc foods is doing for ep noodles uh, where they are asking consumers to create unusual recipes using ep noodles and sharing it on instagram uh and the most liked ones uh will actually be featured at the back of ep packs with the name of the creator and also it will give ideas to people on how to use ep noodles in more uh, unusual and innovative ways a few years back pepsi had done a very interesting exercise during the ipl uh it was called crash the ipl that was what this initiative was branded as and they asked consumers to a uh, script and shoot their own pepsi ads tv commercials and uh, the best ones were selected and post them and the best ones were selected and actually screened or telecast during the ipl uh, so uh, these are some of the examples that caught my mind of course there are uh, quite a few like these but as i had uh, said earlier they are mainly confined to advertising or communication a bit of product creation but more as uh, you know one of campaigns uh, one of tactical uh, communications not so much as integrated into the long term dna of their brands correct correct i mean interestingly uh, i'm wondering whether this is more gimmickry or whether this is really something that uh, uh, you know that that has a commitment to having a consumer at the very core of the organization yeah uh, you have made a good point uh, yeah they they uh, rather than the word, uh, use the word gimmickry i would say they are they are tactical brand salience brand interest creating campaigns hmm. uh, which do involve consumers to as creators in all the examples is the consumer was the creator but as i said it is not strategic it's not long term it's not long term uh, so it's it's consumers uh, would probably see them as a one off and not uh, see them as brands which are continuously engaging and involving consumers in the creation yes so uh, anand here the uh, interesting thing is that i want to understand uh, is the behavior you know the consumer mm-hmm. behavior that underrides this trend um, and since this yeah. show is all about consumer behavior in india specifically yeah. uh, you know i wanted to go a little deeper uh, in in this in the space of the consumer and uh, you know in india do you really think that uh, consumers are ready for this kind of deep engagement uh, do you really think that uh you know we have a consumer who's who's involved to that extent uh, uh you know and is there a trend here is there a behavioral trend here that you see yeah. uh, emerging from this entire recent wave of uh, social media and content creation that has ended up happening uh, do you see a connection there okay so the first point i'd like to uh, clarify is that when it comes to younger consumers so when we talk about the millennials and the gen Uh, x and z and y and all that uh, i don't think there is too much of a attitudinal and mindset difference between a person and that generation in mumbai and new york mm-hmm. uh, because you know it's a global village today everybody is interconnected yes there are some cultural uh, uh, you know uh, issue cultural aspects which come from 
depending on the country and culture you belong to. But by and large, all these young consumers uh, are becoming pretty similar. So, uh, in many ways, unlike the older counterparts. So, if I were to see 20 years back and compare an average American young person with an average Indian young person, there would be a very large amount of differences and less similarities. But today, if I look at an average young Indian uh, consumer and an average young American consumer, I will say that the similarities have grown a lot. There are some differences, but they are more similar than they are different, if I were to put it that way. Now, with that context, uh, there are two behavioral uh, and attitudinal things that are driving this co-creation piece. Uh, firstly, of course, at a very macro level, uh, there is a greater level of individualization amongst human beings. So while we are collective and we do belong to a collective and uh, uh, one that is one change, Indian young people uh, in my generation uh, were not very individualistic. We were more collective uh, as against the counterparts in the West. But today you will find young Indians are uh, highly individualistic. While they are collective at one level, they are very individualistic at other levels. So the, the, the main thing is today consumers are looking for personalization in their experiences more and more. I want it my way. I don't want a one-shoe-fits-all solution. Right. You better create it for me. So we have the concept of mass customization where even large brands are trying to bring in customization to a, to a fair degree. In that context, uh, co-creation becomes very important because with co-creation, it is a way of creating customization. I have been involved in creating this product or this service. So it, it rides on this whole uh, need for customization and personalization. The second thing is, thanks to social media, where content got shifted into the hands of the consumer. Unlike the old days where content was created by the marketeer, uh, today content is in the hands of the user, what we call the user-generated content. Right. Now, uh, the same desire or the same uh, uh, mindset has made consumers say, if I am creating content, why the brands that I am using uh, not allowing me to participate in creating stuff for them. Why uh, I need to have a say in the brand I'm using. So there is a term called prosumer, which has been widely used, which is consumer as producer. Mm -hmm. It's basically consumers are wanting to get more proactive as customers and not just reactive or not just passive recipients of products and information from brands, but as proactive consumers who are participating in the creation of products and communications uh, with the brands that they relate to. So that's one point. Uh, from the point of view of the marketeers, this has a shift that old marketing was all about brand propositions, one-way brand propositions. Hey, listen to me, I'm doing this for you. This is what I offer you. Today, uh, in this context, the whole shift is towards brand conversations. It's not a one-way street anymore. It's, I want to listen to you. I want to know what are your concerns. I want to know what are your pain points. I want to understand what you're looking for. And I want to, uh, with, with you, create it. 
or when you have developed those solutions and ideas rather than doing it sitting you know in ivory tower and doing it from a one way point of view and as i said this is actually being triggered and ignited by social media the whole idea of user generated content so what is really happening from a contextual or a cultural point of view is co creation is a way in which the brand is transferring the brand ownership to its consumers uh, where the company will own the brand only commercially and legally but it is the consumer who will own the brand emotionally so if you talk to apple users and i'm just using apple because it's one of the few strong brands that commands uh, disproportionate loyalty till date uh, apple users think apple is their brand they don't think it's owned by apple incorporated or whatever they feel it's my brand and uh, co-creation is a great way to generate that emotional connection that consumers feel this brand is my brand it belongs to me because i have a say in the brand i have a role in how to how uh, in, in creating the brand in uh, several ways so that's really what it's all about from a behavioral uh, point of view would you say uh, i mean since you spoke about this whole emotionality here uh, would you say that uh, you know in india specifically there are certain brands uh, which have uh, a very strong uh, swadeshi or patriotic spirit uh, would you say that we have a similar kind of an emotion attached to those brands uh, maybe not from a technical co-creation point of view but the fact that you know those brands have been a part of our culture for so very long uh, that people feel like they've been a part of actually you know building yeah. and growing that brand yeah so uh, you know despite all the government uh, propaganda of make in india and all that stuff uh, yes today a lot of brands are trying to leverage that and yes i feel some consumers do relate so a uh, couple of brands that might uh, come to my mind is uh, for example patanjali Yes. Patanjali is a classic case of uh, what I call the new nationalism uh, for want of a better word uh, which it has completely ridden on that a lot of people felt that of course Patanjali has lost the plot recently because of several other reasons I wouldn't attribute to the brand it was more of they were not able to scale up with quality and efficiency etc etc but basically if you look at the success of patanjali it was not just the fact that they were providing you ayurvedic products at affordable prices but more because people related to the idea of neo nationalism right. patanjali evoked a certain pride in india uh, a certain uh, you know a certain uh, if you like an anti mnc stand if you like and that connected with a certain set of people maybe not with everybody but there is a strong segment uh, which connects with that if you look at itc today and itc is really expanding fast in the cpg space uh, they are riding big time on this if you look at the way they end their communication i don't remember the exact line but they talk about made in india made for india blah 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 uh and so there is a connection another interesting example i like like to give is boat now as you know boat is these yep. uh speakers and uh, wearable audio brand which has become the largest uh, wearable audio brand in india uh it's a very good product it's very well designed it's very well marketed uh but not as overtly as patanjali did but they are also uh tagging the fact that it's an indian created brand 
In fact, I've seen posts on social media where uh, Boat has gone on to say that look, the smartphone uh, Indian brands were annihilated by the Chinese. The milk brands, you know, Micromax, Intex, Lava, and uh, Carbon. Whereas Boat has been able to remain the number one audio. wearables brand despite so much competition from chinese brands mm. so yes i mean i think there is a certain amount of uh, you know nationalistic feelings uh, today uh, it is more in india even amongst young people so we are always very competitive as a nation and we want to win if you see the olympics cricket every field you know we have a certain pride which is good and uh, a lot of brands are actually riding on that uh, and a lot of brands are able to create connections and uh, yes i think these brands are really ripe for co-creation because uh, you know they can ride on that that this is my country's brand and now it can become my brand and i can contribute to it and its success uh, and so on yeah. and so forth yeah. so in some way or the other that is a sense of uh, Uh, engagement it's a sense of creation because you contributed to growing that brand and in yeah. that sense i mean it kind of thing but is there any example of consumer co-creation that you specifically like to talk about you know something that has really caught your eye yeah i mean uh, as i said uh, let me talk to you about a few global examples because yeah. as i said in india currently it's more of uh, one of tactical communication but there are a few global examples where as i said co-creation has got imprinted in the dna of the company and brand so uh, the first one i'd like to share is a very interesting initiative by procter and gamble that happened uh, uh, you know in the year 2000 and it's still going strong uh, it is called the connect and develop initiative the cnd initiative so uh, png in early 2000s was facing a bit of a roadblock their growth rates had stagnated their share prices had stagnated and they were wondering you know what to do and so they analyzed it and did many things but one of them they decided was to create products that are more innovative uh the products that are creating more value for customers products that are more differentiated from competition uh products that are providing superior user experiences so uh they created this connect and develop initiative online as a forum or an ecosystem which involved external people in creation of png brands uh, and products uh so basically it is an open source innovation platform and anybody can contribute but also consumers are an important player in this platform and uh, over the years this platform has contributed to almost 40% of the new product ideas and innovations that png has created one such simple example is tide to go now tide it's not been launched in india yet but a very successful idea so tide the detergent uh, a lot of consumers through cnd said that uh, they face a problem which is stains on the go so if you are in office and you spill coffee or your in school and you spill juice you know what do you do you are embarrassed you can't do anything till you go home so a lot of consumers said can you give us a solution that can address this uh, you know stains on the go and in that forum some consumers gave suggestions like hey it should be like a pen you know which i can carry in my pocket or in my bag and from that 
Input PNG R&D developed type to go, which is essentially a pen which you can carry on you. And if you have a stain which falls on you on the board, you can just locally squirt it and remove it. It was a, it's a very successful. So this is just one example. There are many more. Uh, but the point really is the connect and develop initiative of PNG is now embedded in the product development and innovation DNA of uh, PNG. And uh, everything that they do in terms of creation of new products and innovations, uh, the soul of it or the heart of it is the connect and develop initiative, which uh, I have just said consumers contribute to it, but it's open source. There are labs, there are scientists, there are specialists, everybody. There is, it's a completely open source uh, innovation platform. The second example is Starbucks. Now, as you know that Starbucks is a brand which is all about experiences. So they have created uh, uh, 15 years ago an idea called My, My Starbucks Idea. It's an online idea. Consumers can go to the website and contribute ideas uh, to improve Starbucks experiences through products and services. Uh, once a consumer posts the idea, he can track the progress of the idea. And ideas which are feasible and good are actually adopted. Uh, so as a result of this, Starbucks has been able to create a lot of new, innovative coffee flavors, interesting types of snacks, and several service innovations. In fact, now it's a very commonly thing, uh, done thing, but the idea of having free Wi-Fi in Starbucks outlets came from this came from a consumer suggestion that please introduce free Wi-Fi in Starbucks outlets. Because Starbucks is a hangout place. People want to just sit there, chill, etc. So, a free Wi-Fi. Uh, on an average, this uh, platform generates around 30,000 ideas every year. And uh, almost close to 20 ideas are actually implemented by Starbucks based on this. And this has been running successfully for the past 15 years. Uh, the last one is a very interesting example in this context that I want to share with you. There is a beauty and cosmetic brand and a makeup brand in the US called Glossier. Okay, yeah. It is uh, a challenger brand that is giving run for it, the, the money to establish beauty brands like L'Oreal, Revlon and so on. And uh, it was launched in the US in 2014. Uh, the uh, whole strategy of Glossier uh, is built on four C's, which is very interesting. The four C's are content, conversation, co-creation and community. Now, very interestingly, Emily Weiss, uh, who's a young woman who is the founder and CEO of this brand, she didn't begin this with products. It never started life as a brand. It started life as a beauty blog. Okay. And uh, she basically wanted to know from women through this blog that how do women react to the beauty in general and beauty and makeup and cosmetic products that are there. And uh, a lot of interesting conversations started taking place in the blog where a lot of women talked about unaddressed pain points and unmet needs where traditional beauty brands were actually letting them down. And uh, they were feeling that traditional beauty brands really are not understanding them uh, as women and when it comes to needs for beauty, makeup, looking good and all that. Uh, they felt that traditional beauty brands were very stereotypical in the way they looked at beauty and beauty products. 
and uh, the consumers have moved on the beauty brands are still part uh, where they were uh, so this gave amelia idea that uh, she then took the blog forward and asked people that what kind of lipstick would you like what would you like in your nail color what would you like in your cream face cream or mascara what is missing with your current options what kind and that led her to an idea that why don't we create products now so from the blog uh, she started uh, uh, the idea of creating a brand and a range of products uh, involving these community of people that she had created from her blog in co-creating these products so she said that i want to now offer products to you and you create them with me i'm not going to sit in a lab and create them myself i want to know what you need and as a result the uh, glossier brand was born and uh, completely with co-created products and they still do that so the uh, idea behind this brand was really beauty products inspired by real life not beauty products that are made in a lab by a bunch of uh, scientists and uh, you know what emily says in her interviews is that glossier is not a range of products it's not a brand it's not a store it's not a website it's a people powered beauty ecosystem a very beautiful expression of what the brand is it's a people powered beauty ecosystem and i think you know we keep seeing that today more and more platform brands as we call them not manufactured brands or traditional which are on the internet which are community based i think it's all about creating an ecosystem Uh, so it's not the traditional uh, you know brand where you have uh, the manufacturer you have the retailer or the distribution channels and then you have the consumer today uh, more and more brands especially the ones that are digital first brands are talking about an ecosystem uh, and i think uh, the whole thing about people powered beauty ecosystem or uh, if i were to borrow from emily's uh, a uh, term and say co-creation is actually about creating a consumer power ecosystem for your brand mm. uh and the reason why i chose specifically to talk about these three examples is that these are brands where co-creation is embedded into their dna as you can see these are not one off campaigns as you said to create a gimmick or to create some buzz in the market they are not at all about creating a buzz they are about embedding it into the heart and soul of the brand embedding it into the dna of the brand and basically creating a brand which is a consumer powered ecosystem so all these three actually have created an ecosystem which is powered by consumers very interesting uh, anand uh, i mean this is this is definitely food for thought for a lot of the indian companies who are uh, looking to create deeper consumer connects and engagements uh, with their consumers and i think this is a very very powerful way of doing so uh, and i do agree with you that a lot of indian companies have done parts of this maybe through content through communication today uh, if you look at a lot of the brands on social media also user generated content is becoming a big part of the way in which communication is working so from that one of the p's of marketing which is promotion consumer co-creation is some somewhat coming into the space but uh, 
like when, like you very rightly said that a lot of the other parts also need to be uh, you know leveraged uh, so like let's say for example innovations product uh, creations product innovations um and that entire process is something that can be uh, uh, generated to a great extent with uh, with with consumer connect you know i mean this this also reminds me of uh, the kind of work that we do here uh, at jixo is um, specifically getting a lot of consumer research bringing consumer insight into uh, building powerful brands um and there's a very thin line between consumer insight and consumer co-creation because in a lot of ways what we're doing is we're trying to bring the voice of the consumer into the boardroom right so what you've mentioned right now in the conversation that we've had right now is really one more step forward in that direction uh making it a more formalized part of the actual marketing process using it in a more constructive way uh also recognizing the fact that consumers have participated in that process rather than it just being an input into the entire process right i mean yes. it's it's that which uh which is a differentiating point i mean you're you're yes. actually giving the stature of of creation to the consumer and that yes. is something that we probably need to move into so uh, a very 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 interesting uh, point yeah yeah if i may add uh, you know as you said listening to the consumer everybody does any good marketer work they all does if they don't do it then they shouldn't be doing marketing uh, and of obviously in social media now you have tools like social listening and all that but as you said co creation is not only about listening it's about taking it forward and making the consumer participate i mean if i were to put it uh, you know uh, in, in a way it's actually like you're making the consumer the cmo of your brand right exactly you know? exactly uh, you're making the consumer the marketing department of your brand yes that is the real test of co creation yes it's important to listen to consumers but If you stop at listening, that is not co-creation. You have to take it forward, as you rightly said. Absolutely, absolutely. No fantastic uh, points, uh, Anand. And I, I definitely think that these are uh, very, very important points for marketers to to look at. And I mean, you know, new paradigm shifts in marketing need to come in from inspirations like these. Um, so great, great conversation, Anand. Thank you Thank so you. much for joining me here on the show. I think we've had a fantastic discussion, uh, and a lot of interesting points have emerged out of this. So uh, thanks, thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Ritu. It was a pleasure having this conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you like what we've discussed and you'd want to talk more, you can reach me on Ritu at jigsawbrands.com. With this we finished season 1 of the Great Indian Brand Wagon and we've had some really interesting cultural and social conversations that have shaped the world of branding and marketing today. I'd like to thank all the guests who've been a part of this show and all of you listeners too who have sent in your feedback and your comments which have made this show all the more enriching for me. For feedback please reach out to us on @htsmartcast on FB, Twitter and Instagram. And to listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.htsmartcast.com or suno nay nay zariye se. This was an HT Smartcast original. HT Smartcast.